this is Stephanie Ortega, and you're listening to the Remix Movement Podcast. Hello, and welcome everybody to another episode. Episode number 20. Yes, this is Stephanie and Lewis. Hi. I know most of you guys are probably listening to us at home now. For for all the events that have been happening, probably. I know all the events. and um, We have been listening about the coronavirus. We have been checking out the news media. It is, at this point, inedible to not talk about the coronavirus every day. Yes, it is inevitable. It is inevitable because... It's something that everybody needs to be aware of. It's something that people are being annoyed by. But it's something that's really scary, too. Wait, are you annoyed? I don't know. Like, I know I have to be aware of it. But at the same time, because every time you look on Twitter, every time you look on Instagram, it's another meme or another photo, another stat, another yeah. press conference. I can see how that's annoying. Yeah. So, like, I, I only, like, now what I do is, like, I only watch the news, like, the real news locally, maybe, like, twice a day. Like, one time in the morning and one at night, and that's it. That's a good way of doing it. Right? Because you want to be informed, but you don't want it to consume you. Absolutely. And, it's and we're too gonna, much. Yeah, we're going to talk about that today. Because, like I said, like, this is such a big topic. And before we jump into our coronavirus edition of this episode. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about our last challenge. Our last challenge was to check yourself daily and ask yourself, am I worried today? And it's funny how our last challenge, our last episode, which was don't worry about a thing, kind of goes hand in hand with this episode that we're going to talk about faith over fear. For sure. And it's like, intertwined. Yeah, I think God did that on purpose. So, I mean, obviously it's not unhard to be worried about like closures like when they're closing schools when they're closing your job when they're closing things like your mind is constantly thinking about things like that oh yeah so like i find myself not asking am i worried but asking like oh my god like i need help yeah i totally get that i mean you were there we tried to go to the grocery store on like wednesday or tuesday and it was just some crazy stuff. Like, no toilet paper. Nowhere. No eggs. Nowhere. I mean, it was just, like, really hard. Like, guys, don't panic, okay? They will be restocking. I know Publix restocks them, has been changing their hours. Um, Sedano's, uh, some of the other supermarkets, Walgreens, Walmart. But, like, if you find yourself still, like, even under these circumstances, even under through this pandemic that we're going through like asking yourself like am i worried today yeah i'm worried today about this like continue to do that challenge and immediately pray because i think praying is probably like one of the best resources that we have right now so that we can get over our fear and anxiety definitely it really does help yeah like you need time to tell god like hey i woke up this morning and i already saw this is going on like you need your mind to be less panicked and a little bit more relying on god for sure so that was the last challenge uh this week this wednesday uh we're just gonna talk about faith over fear that's a great topic all right like right now a lot of people are dealing with fear okay oh, yeah. we don't have a cure for this right now okay right now we we hope and pray that there's one that comes up soon because there's a lot of people who are passing away a lot of people who are self-quarantined. Um, right now, Lewis and I are self-quarantined. 
I mean, we, we couldn't even go back to work. <laughs> I tried. I know. We, we tried to go back to work. And uh, just for precaution reasons, just for health reasons, like we understand our HR departments want to make sure that we're okay. Uh, you know, and they're trying to get everybody on the right, you know, path. Oh, yeah. It's the best move. It's the best move, I think. I have cleaned the house. Like everything is completely clean. And like we're just keeping our social distance and, you know, we're, we're going to start the episode with a few tips. And some of these tips, I got them off of the uh, World Health Organization uh, website. So oh, the that's who. good. Yeah. And uh, some of them I got off of uh, the coronavirus.com website, you know, that they're telling us that we should check out. Some of these you guys are already going to know. But, you know, we, it's just important for our listeners to just listen and kind of be reminded of what it is that they can do to stay away from the coronavirus. Absolutely. All right. So number one. Number one. Wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. That's hard for me to do. Listen, we've been washing our hands. We know this. Not that I don't wash my hands. It's just hard to remember to do it. Now Wait. that, Yeah. Like, I do it naturally. After you go to the bathroom. Right. After you get to your job. But now, now I'm being forced to do it. Like, more often. More often, which is hard for me. Well, they say that you should sing the happy birthday song twice while washing your hands. Okay, yeah. Okay. Or the ABC song sure. uh, at least once. Okay. But it's really important that we wash our hands after touching regularly touched surfaces. So here's the thing, guys. Laptops, keyboards, cell phones, desks, escalator handles, door handles, elevator buttons. These things that we touch all the time. And we don't think like, oh, I just touched an elevator button. Let me wash my hands or right. let me use hand sanitizer. Right. Um, the second thing is don't touch your face. So like this is the weird thing. You say don't touch your face. And for some reason you want to touch your face right away, right away. Yeah. Right. But it's really important that you don't touch your face. And if you do that, you wash your hands immediately after. And that's just because like with the coronavirus, if you touch your face, like it can, you know, the germs and the things in it can get in your eyes and your ears and your nose. And it's just better if you just don't touch your face. For sure. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. Even if you want to do it, don't do it. <laughs> uh, number three, practice social distancing. So this is really important. This is to all the spring breakers that are not from Florida or wherever you or are. wherever you're at. OK, stay at least six feet away from people. All right. The coronavirus is uh, airborne. It is something that you can get from close proximity if someone sneezes or coughs in front of you, even if somebody is sweating. So like if you're at the beach like and you see somebody sweating, like don't touch them. OK, if you're having a conversation with somebody, just put some distance, you know, like that's why they close all these restaurants, because they don't want people to be all on top of each other. Right. And I get that. Right. And they close the bars because at the bars, a lot of people are sitting really close to each other. So just a cautious mind. If you have to go to work, just social distance yourself. Don't be too close to your coworkers and make sure you clean your desk. OK, yeah, that's, a, that's a good move. Yes. All right. Next one. And this one's really important. Avoid traveling in a cruise ship or an airplane. OK. And I read this in an article that said that a cruise ship and an airplane they don't usually have easy access to outside. It's an, it's an incubated area. So that means everybody's breathing the same uh, air. Yeah. It's a circulating air. So you might have AC at the airport 
I mean, at the at the airplane, but that air is constantly circulating. Same thing with on a cruise ship. Now is not a good time to go on a cruise, guys. I'm sorry. It's just not. Yeah, kind of stay away. Don't do it. If you have a vacation on a cruise, like call them, tell them you need to reschedule it, cancel it, do whatever you got to do, but just avoid it. You know, it's not a good time right now for you to be coming in close contact with people from other places. You know, like we just came back from Puerto Rico and like it was just crazy to see people wearing their masks and like touching and the long lines. You don't need that stress. Yeah, it was very crazy. It was like you do not need that stress. Trust me. And then um, this kind of goes hand in hand. This is the last. Uh, I think this is five and six. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five and six. Yeah, five and six. Five. If you can stay home, stay home. And six, get only what you need at the grocery store and don't bulk buy. Mm, I've seen a lot of that happen already. So, yeah. So unless you have a family of like six or seven people at your house, do not overstock on like milk and bread. Yeah, they go bad. They go bad. Their expiration dates go bad, okay? Like, you don't have to get, like, six cartons of eggs. You don't have to get four loaves of bread. You don't need seven plies of toilet paper, and the toilet paper is, like, 24 in each pack, okay? What you need are the essentials. What you need is maybe stuff that you are going to cook for two weeks or stuff that you need, you know? And if you can stay home, stay home because your house is your comfort. Your house is where you are by yourself, and and you're protecting yourself and protecting others by staying at your house. Yeah. So if you can work from home, work from home. If you can. That'd be beneficial for you and for everybody else around you. Exactly. So we talked about how nowadays the coronavirus is everywhere on the news, everywhere on social media. Um, you know, obviously people need to be aware of this pandemic, something we've never gone through. I'm pretty sure everybody is aware by, by now, right? Like, exactly. Like you cannot not be aware of what we're going through because not only is it affecting our country but it's affecting other countries oh yeah it's a worldwide thing. all around actually all around except for antarctica i mean what is the population there i mean come on antarctica i mean does that mean like it's so cold there that it just nobody gets the coronavirus they only have like 20 people I guess. But hey, if you are from Antarctica, I mean, I'm happy for you. You don't have to worry about what we're dealing with right now. Yeah, they're they're pretty much good. Yeah, but definitely keep us in prayer because we all need prayer during the situation. Oh, yeah. So above everything that's going on, it's really important that we guard our heart and we don't be overcome with fear. OK, like I've been, you know, even seeing how the church has been reacting to the situation and like the churches understand that it's a health situation and they're canceling their services because you shouldn't be gathering together if you're 10 people or more. But they're doing like this whole online thing. So if you've never done an online service, now you're kind of forced to do an online service right now. If you've never been on YouTube live or Instagram live or Facebook live, now you are forced to tap into this type of technology so that you could be able to go to church. Um, one of my friends said that she's doing Bible study through Zoom, which is like a video kind of app. And I think these are great ways because as a church, we need to show that we're strong. As a church and as a body of Christ, we need to be able to say, you know what? The church is still strong through the situation, right? Like you can be going through what you're going through, but there's no need to panic because God is in control. For sure. Right. Like 
God knows the situation. And, you know, for one reason or another, he's allowing it. But what we have to do is trust that he is going to take care of us. And trust that he's going to be able to take care of us, our family, our jobs. Um, you know, some people don't have their jobs right now. But one way or another, like the government's going to help out. The church is going to help out. You know, so I encourage you, keep going to church. Keep, even though you have to social distance yourself, don't spiritually distance yourself. Right. Keep the faith. Exactly. Like, don't think that just because you can't meet in person with your pastor that you can't call him or like you can't call her or you can't, um, you know, WhatsApp or FaceTime, you know, somebody at church, one of your friends at church that you just want to be like, hey, what's up? How are you doing? I think it's really important right now that we become closer as a body of Christ, which is why, like, we're committed with the Remix podcast. Like, the Remix movement is going to keep going. We're not going to let um, the coronavirus f give us fear. Definitely not. And make it seem like if we're not going to do this anymore. You know, like, we're going to keep you guys informed. We're going to keep you guys encouraged. And we're going to keep uh, giving you words of encouragement. We're going to keep giving you guys spiritual word. I mean, we're going to continue to be on your side because we're in this together. And the same way we're praying for you, we know that you guys are praying for us. And, you know, we this is the time that everybody who believes in Christ should be able to say, you know what? Let me turn the TV off and let me read the Bible. I'm home already. Let me have God speak to me. Let me go ahead and, you know, study the word of God. What does he mean by this story? If you haven't heard all of our episodes, this is the time to listen to our episodes. If you missed an episode, like let's say you did one, two, and three, you skipped four. Now you can go back and listen to it again. Do the challenges again. Like this is a way for God to open up your heart, but for you to really step up in your faith. For, for you to be able to say, you know what? Faith always comes over fear. So with that in mind, uh, we just have a few Bible verses that I wanted to share with you guys. And these are Bible verses that will help you overcome your fear and stir up your faith in Christ. So, Louis, if you can start, the first one is Psalms chapter 56, and it's verse 3 and 4. Okay, got it right here. It says, but when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. I praise God for what he has promised. I trust in God. So why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? They are always twisting what I say. They spend their days plotting to harm me. They come together to spy on me, watching my every step eager to kill me. Don't let them get away with their wickedness. In your anger, oh God, bring them down. There you go. So here we see David saying, there's no need for us to have fear. We have faith in God. You know, man is going to continue to, you know, give us awareness But you know what? It's going to be okay. And it also says, like, why are we even going to fear for the news? I mean, we know that the Bible says once you become a believer, that doesn't mean that everything is perfect. Right. So it's not perfect now. It's not going to be perfect later. The only time that it's going to be perfect is going to be when we go to heaven. That's right. So keep your trust in God. Keep giving him a praise. And, and don't be afraid. All right. So... The second Bible verse is Romans chapter five, and this is going to be verses one through five. Okay, let me go for that one. It says, therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Because of our faith, 
Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand, and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this, gotta turn my page, and this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us, because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Great. This is a really good passage because this one talks about endurance, or in other verses, perseverance, mm -hmm. character, and hope. And I feel like right now, we need that hope, right? We need the hope that it's going to get better. We need the hope that God is going to allow us to endure this process and we're going to get over this coronavirus. Like we need to be positive minded. We need to have God's love in our hearts. We need to be able to do this for our families, too, because we have family members that are not living with us in the state. We have family members that are living in other states and not every state is following the same precautions. Not every state is following the same guidelines. So, you know, Puerto Rico is doing a 24 hour hold and maybe their anxiety level is a lot higher than ours because they're even a worse predicament. Or, you know, maybe California is doing something different. But here in Florida, like some of the beaches are open. But regardless of what precautions or guidelines they're going through we need to make sure that we're sharing god's love and sure. yeah that's what that's what hope is yeah and and in our hope we have to have the patience oh a hundred percent like you cannot be short tempered at this time at all yeah like your patience will be tested at this point and which is something that will help you develop your character so exactly and above all guys like i'm saying be calm do not panic like Honest to God, this is not the end of the world. It may seem like it. It may seem like we're in end times. It may seem like, okay, God is coming and we have to be prepared for when he does. But we cannot panic. We need to persevere and we need to work on our character. We need to have love and we need to have hope. So verse number three, uh, this is Hebrews chapter six, verse 19 to 20. I'm going to read this one. It says, this we hold to the hope that lies before us. Oh, no, that was wrong. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor <laughs> for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Jesus has already gone in there for us. He has become our eternal high priest in the order of Maladik. So... That's basically saying our hope is an anchor for our soul. You know, like our hope is what ties us down. It's what gives us our foundation. And our hope is in Christ. Okay. Uh, the next one is Ephesians chapter 1, verses 18 to 21. Ephesians, I got it here. Okay. okay. Yeah, I got it. Okay. All right. So it says, I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope that he has given to those he called. His holy people are his rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. That 
is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in his word, but also in the world to come. So basically, you know, this is saying that the power that rose Jesus Christ from the cross is the same power that we have hope in. And he's saying we need to understand that this is God's power. God at this time is probably using this to be able to save his people. Right. Oh, yeah. So in the Bible, we know um, he flooded the earth during Noah's time because he saw that the people were in sin. And he said, hey, I'm going to save my people, but I'm going to bring a flood. And he protected everybody in the ark. But he was still in control and he still had the power and authority to be able to rise them above, to be able to save them. And I believe with my heart that in this moment that we're going through the situation, that God is going to save his people. God is ready with open arms. He's ready for you to just embrace who he is and to accept that he is the only person that's going to save you. He is the only person that's going to be able to take care of you. And he's the only person that you should really rely on. And he's going to save us. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's always been faithful. Never let us down. He's never let us down. All right. So the next verse is Deuteronomy. And this is going to be 31, 8. Let me get there. Deuteronomy 31, 8. It says, do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you and he will never fail you nor abandon you. Same thing we were just saying. Like he's never going to leave you. He's by your side. He is holding your hand right now. He's taking care of you. Like he has you wrapped around his arms. And for any of you guys, like I said, if you are, you know, listening, you know, this is not one of those, you know, episodes where we talk about things. This is just a way for us to be able to say, hey, guys, faith is going to be over fear. Your faith has to be sustained. You have to listen to these verses. You have to be understanding that God is our hope, that he's going to guide us. He's not going to leave us. All right. So the next one. Let's see is going to be James. Chapter 3, verse 17 to 18. And then, Lewis, while I'm doing this one, you can get the last one. So the last one is going to be Psalms 86, 11. Oh, we got a lot of verses today. Yes, and it's going to keep coming. Um, while you mentioned that, um, because... You know, we need to keep ourselves nourished with the word of God. And I believe that, you know, we need to focus on him for the next month. Uh, the remix movement is going to be doing their verses of the day with the hashtag faith over fear. And we hope that you guys are enjoying that content in the mornings. Um, so from t as of tomorrow, March 26 until April 26, all the Bible verses that we have for the verse of the day 
is going to be with the hashtag faith over fear. And they're specifically used for encouragement during these hard times, during this time of fear and anxiety and, you know, the coronavirus and the pandemic and the news media and everything. Um, so we j we want to continue to encourage you guys. We want you guys to read the word, be excited and be reminded like more than anything, your faith will be sustained. Your faith is going to be over your fear. So moving into James three. Uh, I said 17 through 18, it says, but the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. So be reminded what you reap is what you sow. Mm -hmm. And if you reap peace during this time, you will harvest righteousness. You will have your mind at peace. You will have uh, your mind on the right things of God and you will gain wisdom. If you keep your mind on the word of God, you will gain wisdom. All right, Lewis, go ahead. Psalm 86:11. It says, teach me your ways, O Lord, that I, may, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart so that I may honor you. Amen. So David's basically saying, God, keep me in your word. Help me out. Guide me in what I need to do. And, I, and like I said, that's something that we need to do continuously. More now than ever. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> More now than ever. All right. So for the challenge for this week, um, the challenge is very simple. It's a fun one. It is a fun one. And I don't think you guys will like not like it <laughs> like you'll be you'll be like okay this is pretty simple we always say that there's power in your words we always say that there's authority in the words that you speak so basically we want you to say out loud every day god is in control and he will always have the victory and i'm gonna take it a step further and say whenever you feel anxiety if it's more than one time a day say the same thing god is in control he will always have the victory. It's important to say this because it's an affirmation of who we believe. It'll give peace to your mind. And it also speaks directly to the enemy because it says, you know what? Devil, God is in control and he will always have the victory. He's always going to have the W. He's always going to win our battles. He is taking care of us in this situation. So we're not going to panic. We're not going to worry. We're not going to fear because God is in control and he will always have the victory. Oh, yeah. Pretty simple, right? It's fun. All right. Um, we also challenge you, like I said, for the next 30 days, go ahead and look at those verses of the days. Um, they're always going to be at the top of our Instagram page as a highlight. Um, and we we hope you like the content we're doing. And out of the spirit that we're in right now, I feel like it's important to close with a prayer. Um, just because I feel like, you know, like I said, we need unity during this time. So we should definitely just take a few minutes to pray. Absolutely. All right. So thank you, God, for this day that you have given us. Um, thank you, God, for giving us the opportunity to um, present to you what we have to talk about, Lord, that faith is going to come before fear. 
And Lord, right now we pray for healing on those that may have tested positive for the coronavirus, Lord. We ask that you heal their bodies from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. We pray, Lord, that you give strength to their family for what they're going through because it is not easy knowing that a loved one you have has a virus that does not have a cure yet, and it can be very difficult. But we pray, Lord, that you give them peace, Lord. You help them out in this time. We also pray for those who have not been tested and those who have been tested negatively. We are all dealing with the effects of this pandemic. And even though that we do have constant uh, updates daily via the news and social media, we pray, Lord, that we continue to rely on you and who you are. God, you are a healer, you are a protector, and you are the one that's gonna help us through each and every day, each and every second, each and every moment, Lord. We activate angels around our families, wherever they may be. We activate angels around our homes. And we pray for protection. We pray for our churches. And we pray for just the world. The world all together, Lord. Every single person. And we declare victory in the name of Jesus. And we say? Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for tuning in with us. And we hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Thanks, guys. Catch us on the other one. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Remix Movement for more updates. Send us a DM with your feedback, questions, and any topics that you would like to hear in any of our future episodes. Thank you and God bless.